welcome everybody. You are listening to Readers and Writers with your hosts, James Hill and Athena Paris of Rock Hill. And today we have David Bailoff and Haley Kilgore. I think I said that right, Haley. I probably butchered it. I'm so sorry. But they're here to help talk, help us talk about live events, what it's like being on both sides of the table, the su- success that they have had, and so on, selling their books at live events. So you guys, hey, welcome everybody. How's it going? Yeah. Hello. Here we are again. Season two. Yes. Episode two. Episode two. Uh, yeah, we're talking live events this, this week. And we're talking about the differences between fairs, writer conference, uh, conventions, and the con, mainly Comic-Con. Most people know the cons as being Comic-Cons, although they're actually conventions also. Uh, but there's a difference between a writer's convention and the Comic-Cons. The difference is in a writer convention, it's mostly writers. We come, we talk, we commiserate, and we try to improve our craft by, you know, learning from each other, learning from different uh, writers who have reached the pinnacle of success, so to speak. And they pass upon their knowledge to the rest of us lowly uh, peons who are trying to climb that mountain. Now, in the Comic-Cons, we have readers and fans who come to lavish us with praise and, and uh, you know, delve into the world that we have created. And David and, and Haley- buy the books. And hopefully buy the books, <laughs> yeah. That's our publishing, that's our publishing aim, you know, sell more books, but also to make more fans. And David and Haley recently did a Comic-Con. David, Haley, uh, which one did y'all do? Y'all did it together, which is interesting. Yeah, so we went to Comic Palooza out in Houston in July. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Um, The tricky thing that we both had to figure out right off the bat was, since we're both going out of state, is taking care of the legal necessities of getting vendors licenses. (laughs) Which Ah. was just, oh, it was a running nightmare, like right up until this week, and we finally (laughs) figured out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one of the things that we were going to talk about is what do you do and what do you bring? So licensing, I guess, is a very important part of what you bring. Make sure you get your license so you can sell your books. And we want their tax money. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, books, books, but there's other things you want you want to bring. Uh, Athena, could you give them some some hints, some pointers on what we usually bring when we do like the fairs and things like that? Well, obviously, you always want to decorate your table in such a manner that it's catchy to the eye. And then you bring things that pertain to your book and your work. So usually bookmarks, pens, if you have little notepads, you know, like uh, um, post-its, you know, that have been printed with your uh, book uh, title or an image. Um, I know that Haley's got lovely, lovely bookmarks the, with the elements that she has in her book. I really love those. I can't wait to actually get my hand on some of those. You're going to yeah, have to send me some. In in Miami. Yeah, we're going to yeah. see them in Miami later on this month. And uh, yeah, I, I plan to come home with a lot of swag from you guys, because David also got some pretty <laughs> nice, nice stuff. Yeah. So uh, I intend to bring some swag home for yours truly. <laughs> not to give out to other people, but you know, something yeah. that I can use. Uh, 
So, David, what did you bring? Um, well, I, uh, I, I uh, my, my cover artist, uh, he, he doesn't live that far from me, so I'm able to get together with him once in a while. And he's designed bookmarks for me, uh, prints. Actually, he just uh, gave me two more, and I just picked them up from, uh, from the printer this morning. So I now have uh, prints for eight different characters. I have magnets and buttons that, uh, that have the symbol of my main character. Um, so, that, so I've got a couple little cheap things, things that are, you know, the, the bookmarks and the prints are a little more involved, so they cost a little bit more. So I've got a couple different price ranges, but they're all tied into the book so that, you know, you can buy the book and I can, you know, you know, it's like, you know, buy, buy, buy the hardcover and get a free bookmark. <laughs> yes, yes, that works very well. Uh, I mm -hmm. also have like bookmarks in my book, but let's talk about your book again, David. Your book is Necromancer's Lament, and Haley, your book is The Noggin. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Time. It only took me a year <laughs> and a half to get the title right. <laughs> <laughs> get the pronunciation of it right. But both of you write fantasies, and do you find that it's better to go to the Comic-Cons with the fantasies? Do you find that's a better venue for you guys? Have you tried other venues? Uh, I mean, I haven't really tried other venues, but can, comic conventions are a good place to sell fantasies because most of the people are there for, well, the the magical and dragons, all that kind of crazy stuff. So they're there for that already. Yeah, the uh, the Comic Palooza was a was a lot of fun, and it was also the the first uh, first venue that was open as you know, COVID was kind of releasing its grasp on us for a little bit in the summer. Um, so we weren't able to do anything from our book launches until until this summer. Um, I, I have I have one coming up this week and another one the week after, which by the time this episode drops will be in the past. Um, but uh, one, one in which travel. Ohio and one in Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> so, yes, time uh, travel, both time yeah. travel. Time travel, uh, re re recording. Uh, but uh, they're, they're both gaming conventions. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know yet how well they, they will go, but uh, I, I have great hopes for them. Plus, the Richfield one is near my house, and I know a lot of people that will be there. So either if they haven't bought That's my book right. already, they will. And if they have, then I could be there to finally sign it for them. <laughs> nice. I just nice. did uh, The Kill of Nashville in July, which is actually a writer's convention for uh, mystery writers and and that type of genre, since I write the killer series. And I actually got a chance to speak. And this was my first real speaking engagement at a writer convention where I get to, you know, show how much I don't know. <laughs> but actually, you know, I got to speak about covers and publishers and different aspects of the publishing business. And I found that to be very, a lot of fun, very informative on my end because of the questions that you get back from other writers and stuff like that who, and people who haven't really gone that deep into this world yet. And also you learn from the other authors and other speakers there too, what they did and how they reached where they're at now in their professional well, that, writing that brings, conferences are very good yes yeah well that brings like a a good point 
James, because when I know when you go to like comic cons or other writer conventions or anything like that, they have different panels and breakout sessions that you can attend. And I think David, I was at Comic Palooza when you were Haley were there and you were on a panel and you had people follow you back to your booth to buy your book. And I think that is a very powerful thing for authors. I mean, you have to make sure the con and everything fits the genre that you're writing. But I think, you know, James, like you were on publisher panels and stuff at Killer Nashville. And I think it it brings a credibility, but it helps people know that, hey, I'm there. Because if you're in a big convention and there's thousands of people and hundreds of, con, you know, vendors, you know, how do you guys stand out among everyone else that's being there. Haley was very good at this. I know for a fact, she was very good at drawing people to the table. And I think that that, you know, I would love Haley for you to talk about it because you can be an extrovert when you need to be and you have people person, you talk, you know, and I know that you met Rock Hill, James and Athena at the Miami book fair on the other side of the table as a consumer. So, you know, what was, what would you say is, I mean, the difference besides you're on one end of the table, one you're selling, one you're looking you know, when you go to these conventions and stuff from a consumer standpoint, because you did get to do that. So that's, that's a question I, I have, I guess, to, to start. Yeah. So, I mean, um, one thing as a consumer, you know, you're looking, it's overwhelming. So if it doesn't, something big and bright doesn't draw, you need someone physically drawing your attention by saying, hello, that's going to make you look. And then, you know, as being on the other side of the table, trying to sell, you immediately want to build a rapport. So ask them how their day is. Can I tempt you with a book? What's your favorite genre? Get a conversation going and they're a lot more likely to buy something than just walk away. But you have to initiate that contact and get them to respond. Um, so that's kind of the trick. And it's it's just really simple psychology. Yes, we call it being yeah. a hawker. <laughs> being a hawker, yeah. man. I yeah. love that. I love I'm gonna write that down. That is a fantastic. I love and it. as my many, many, many careers and jobs, I used to work at a, I used to work at affairs and stuff like that where I did do hawkers, you know, um um what do they call those farmer markets type of oh, deal. Yeah. Coming from New York, you wouldn't think there were any, but we had these little businesses that would pop up and you have your farmer market. And you do your sidewalk act that we used to call it back then, where you're just trying to draw people in and get them over to your table so they can see what you have. And Haley, since you're very good at that, we will be putting you to work in Miami. Oh, she is <laughs> phenomenal at that. I mean, she would be mid-conversation with me and she'd be like, hey, do you like to read? Do you like fantasies? I mean, it'd be like, you know, squirrel. It was fantastic. I, I mean that as a compliment, Haley, because that's great. I am not that way. I get very introverted behind the table with new people unless I'm you know on a panel and I have to kind of be on you know so I I envy you in, in that sense that you can do that I think that's amazing I think that is something that needs to be done at live events and and stuff like that so yeah. I think it's great being that person really really is hard because it's like you put on that suit of armor where no one's going to hurt me no one's going to get to me and I'm going to go out there in the masses and you know it's different from a from being on a panel because when you're on a panel you're separated from the audience and you're in authority and you're yeah. giving them the information and you know because you're in authority people come back and buy your book and stuff like that but when you're out there hawking you're you're really out there naked and it just you know and people know you're out there to sell them something you know it's like the guy come knock on your door to sell you a vacuum cleaner 
you know, mm -hmm. you know what he's there for the minute you see him at the door. And and it's a real hard job to have. So Haley, hats off to you. I will be, I'll be out there with you though, because I love that part of, of Yeah, of I was life. gonna say, James, I don't know what you're talking about. You seem very good at that. But <laughs> Athena, what is your your favorite part about live events? You know, being a consumer or being on the other side of the table, you know, what what have live events done for you and in, in Rock Hill? Um, at live events, sometimes you actually um, prove to yourself if you are a good storyteller because you create a mini story to draw them then into your work and not just your work, but who you are and why did you write what you wrote and what's the passion that you have towards that work. So if you can somehow convey that to the person who's listening to you, they bound to probably buy um, much easier from you because they understand that they're getting something that you believe in yourself. So, you know, so it's, uh, you actually take everything that you've written and you put it in that, you a blurb talker at first, <laughs> basically. You know, you just spew out these blurbs all the time so that they get your story quickly so that it can trigger that interest in what you are, you know, telling and selling. Yeah. David, Haley, I would say practice your elevator speech and practice more than one because you're going to get tired of saying the same thing over and over. And for those of you who don't know what an elevator speech is, is what can you tell them about your book that will interest them into buying your book in 30 seconds or a minute, the time it takes for you to ride down the elevator with somebody? And we call that the elevator speech. So you give them, you give them the, the please buy my book in 30 seconds or less, but it can't be just that, please buy my book. You have to tell them something about the story. So yeah. usually you want to have two or three that you can rattle off the top of your head with, without sounding rehearsed. It got to be sincere. It got to come from the heart. Making the right elevator speech for the right person. <laughs> ah, yes. You, you can, you can yeah. write a million of them and memorize yeah. them all. <laughs> oh, you look like a person 27B. Let me yes. give you this one. <laughs> oh, Haley? man. Yeah. Anything? Anything to add? We're running not, out of time. Not really. Come on. Jump right not in. really. I mean, you know, elevator. Realistically, you don't need multiple elevator pitches. Just have your base. And if you need to expand, do it. You know, there's no need to have three different things. Trust mm -hmm. me, you know, it's just easier mm -hmm. to have the one and go. There yeah. you go. Okay. Um, one thing I would like to add is that uh, for any uh, uh, for any writers that would come to uh, a table of authors, please talk to us and ask us anything because you know we're, we're more than happy to help because we want to read whatever it is you're working on too. True, true. That's it. how I met Haley. I think that is fantastic. Well, you guys, we hate to end it, but we do have to end. So Haley, David, thank you so much for joining us today on Readers and Writers and stay tuned because we have a ton more coming. For So for now, Everyone take care and have a good evening.